welcome to the Frame Your Way to Five Figures Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Jefferson, and I'm so happy you're here. I created this podcast with the aspiring photographer in mind to help you go from zero to five figures and beyond. to another episode of the Frame Your Way to Five Figures and Beyond Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Jefferson, and today we are talking all about mini sessions. I personally love mini sessions. I know that it's a controversial topic, but today I want to dive into different types of mini sessions, how they're beneficial to your business, and why they might be your go-to to your business model. For me, I love mini sessions because this gives me an opportunity to, number one, (laughs) make a lot of money in one day, and that's really important to me because I do have a family, and it's hard for me now to open my planner and try to schedule 30 sessions in a month. Like For me, that's just not doable anymore, especially because right now it's t-ball season, It's currently May, school's getting out. We've got so much going on that there's just no way that I could dedicate myself to that many sessions. That would be crazy. So one alternative that I've come up with is offering mini sessions every couple of months. My clients love this, especially new clients. It's a way for them to be able to get a taste of what it's like to have a full session with me It helps them figure out kind of like my client process. So it opens them up to it. And almost every mini session I've ever offered, all of those clients have become full-time clients for me and they've used me again and again. So I truly believe and I so see the value of mini sessions. But you also have to be careful not to overdo the mini sessions or you won't book anybody else at your regular rates. There are a ton of different mini session types out there, and I want to dive into a couple of those. First of all, the most common mini sessions are going to be the holiday-themed mini sessions. You might have seen these all over Pinterest or maybe even from other local photographers in your area. These are so popular because people are always looking for a quick way to get quality pictures to celebrate holidays, especially people who have children. They love to dress them up and match them with the theme of a holiday. So these are really popular. The most popular would be Christmas minis and Valentine minis. There's tons out there, obviously, but those are the most popular ones, and those are the two that I've personally done myself. One year, I think it was about two years ago, for December, I decided to offer really late Christmas mini sessions because I had a ton of clients that were trying to schedule sessions at the end of my season, and we were running so close together that they weren't going to be able to create their holiday cards in time. So I came up with a mini session day where I had people come on Saturday and Sunday, and I did a whole bunch of families, and it was really cute. We had family in them, but they were mainly geared towards the kids, and so we had fake snow because I live in Oklahoma, and we pretty much get a freaking blizzard or we get, like, you know, melted snow within 30 minutes. 
So we don't get the glorious Colorado scenery. <laughs> so we made our own and they were really cute and they were probably one of my most successful mini sessions that I've personally ever hosted. The other kind of mini session that I run every year are boudoir minis. Ladies in my town really like this because since I'm in a smaller rural area, we don't really have a whole lot of go-to options, whereas like bigger cities have studios that are open year-round. So people like the fact that a local photographer puts on these days where they can come and get, you know, their boudoir pictures made without having to drive long distances and pay, you know, extra crazy amounts of money on top of what they would have to. So I really enjoy these too. What I do for these is I book out a hotel room. I would book out an Airbnb house. I think that's going to be the next thing I do. But like I said, I live in a small area, so these are not easily accessible. So I just work with what I've got. So there's your, you know, if you want to use the small town excuse, um, I'm not going to let you <laughs> because I live in a tiny town and I make it happen. So I typically will rent out a hotel suite or a, or a hotel room that has a king bed and I will partner with a local stylist who will offer hair and makeup packages that they can add on. So I always try to give the option of, hey, all you need to do is bring your lingerie and bring yourself. We will make you beautiful, make you feel comfortable. I typically will have them arrive at the hotel like an hour before their session so that they can kind of warm up to the whole idea. We usually have some snacks going, maybe some light champagne, and that's how we run our sessions. And every time somebody finishes their session, they're like, oh my gosh, we were so nervous, but this was so awesome. And the funny thing is, a lot of my boudoir clients come back a year or two later and they do it again. So these are super successful. I typically run them either right before Christmas or in January so that I have time to get them back to them for Valentine's Day so that they can make books or print out whatever they need to. And they're always really, really successful. And then the last type of mini session that I like to do is I like to offer family minis. And I do these in the fall and sometimes in the spring. It kind of just depends. This past year, I actually offered New Year's Eve family mini sessions. Those were really fun. They just happened to fall on a day that I was available and there wasn't a whole lot going on. And we actually had like warmer weather. Like winter came really late this year. And these family minis are always successful. And like I said, the reason I offer family minis about twice a year is to get new clients through the door and to reconnect with those clients that have already paid me in the past but want to come back and do like a small session with their kids. Um, and so I go back and forth between family minis and mommy and me sessions. So it doesn't really matter which way you want to go. But the main point to remember is to not offer mini sessions all the time. You want to make these like a special promo in your business so that people will still be booking you for the full sessions that you're offering because that's like the whole point of running your business, right? You want to get paid what, um, what you deserve. And so that goes back into like pricing on mini sessions. So I usually hear photographers, especially my clients, tell me that they feel like they can't charge a lot for a mini session. 
And while I personally like don't think they should cost as much as your full sessions, I think you're still doing a lot of the same work. Your session is not as long as it typically would be, so my sessions are about half, if not a third, of what they normally are for many sessions, so that it's literally a taste. My main goal is that these clients will love their client experience and they will want to come back again and again. So I offer mini sessions two times a year. I don't think there's anything wrong with offering mini sessions maybe three or four times a year. Just make sure your people understand that it's limited spots and that you're only going to be hosting these mini sessions on one or two days out of a particular month so that they're prepared for it and that they know like you're only going to have room for 10 sessions that day. If you happen to be listening to this podcast episode in real time or in the month of May, a couple of ideas you might want to think of that are coming up pretty quickly that you can start planning and advertising for. Fourth of July minis are always super cute, especially if you're a family or child photographer. I love when people do 4th of July themes or like watermelon or red, white, and blue theme. I just think they're super cute. And then another one coming up in August that you could start planning for would be back to school mini sessions. I think they're the cutest thing. And if you market them correctly, then you can have a ton of people that will sign up for them and they will totally see the value and see how cute they are and book you out. So now... I want to jump into a couple of tangible marketing strategies that you can use when you are doing a mini session. One of the things that I do before I ever advertise is I get all of my ducks in a row. I decide the theme of the mini session, I decide the location of a mini session, and I decide the price and the location and the time slots. I have to do all this because the second that you start advertising this mini session, people are going to flood your inbox and ask you all of these questions. The best way to keep yourself out of Facebook jail or having to copy and paste the same message a hundred times through email is to make a really cute graphic. I use Canva to make awesome graphics and I put all the information they're going to need and then when people reach out to me about the mini session, I can just shoot them that graphic and they can get all their questions answered that I know they're going to ask me. And it just, it helps the client process go from a lead to a booked client and a booked spot. So that's my first tip for you. The second tip I have is when you are advertising for a mini session or really anything, you need to make sure that you are mentioning it more than just one time. I know that you are probably worried that you are being repetitive, you're being annoying, you're being salesy, insert whatever emotion you're feeling, but you have to understand, especially if you are marketing primarily through social media, that a small percentage of the people who have liked your business page or are friends with you or choose to follow you, very few of them are actually seeing your post, your stories, your emails, wherever you're marketing at, not everybody is seeing it. And this is why it's so important to keep reminding your people of what is coming up. And a lot of people will thank you for this. So you're really truly not being annoying. Like rarely are you going to have 
the one person who sees everything you post. And if you do, congratulations to them. They should be um, given a title of like number one fan. I don't know. But you're not you're not being annoying. And like we have to get over the fear of repeating ourselves because people have to see your post multiple times before they'll actually sign up or buy or invest in you. That is like a key marketing strategy right there. And the third tip that I have for you to help this whole mini session go smoother is to come up with a easy way to get people to book a time slot without you having to message people back and forth. And if two people claim the same spot, it just gets confusing. So there's a couple of different ways you can do this. You can go Google a calendar link and there, I mean, there's a ton out there. There's free, there's paid services, or you could go as simple as creating a table in your Google Drive or a Excel spreadsheet. I mean, it could be that simple, you guys. And put in the available time slots, tell them the information you're going to need. I know for me, I typically ask for their full name. I ask for how many members are going to be photographed. And then I ask for their email address so that I can send their gallery link to them after the pictures are ready to be delivered. So this is just like a streamlined way that you can keep up with them. You can also ask for a phone number if just in case something happens and you need to call them or text them or let them know, you can always do text reminders as well. So that's typically what I ask for when I am doing mini sessions. So if you have never done a mini session before, I hope that you'll be inspired today to plan one and put it into action. And if you have done a mini session before, we would definitely love to hear about it in our Facebook group. That is linked in the show notes if you're interested. If you are wanting to scale and grow your photography business, I want to invite you to apply for my one-on-one coaching program that's opening up on June 1st. I coach my clients how to set up systems and processes how to turn more leads into paying clients, and how to hit their five and six figure income goals through photography. If that describes you, I want to encourage you to apply for the program by emailing me at brooke at brookejefferson.com and mentioning your business goals for 2019. You will then be invited to fill out a questionnaire and hop on a free call with me where we will talk about the program and see if it is the perfect fit for you. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast today. And if you're loving what you're hearing, will you take a few seconds and leave us a review? Until next time, make a move in your business. Talk to you soon.